Hello, hello, hello. Sammy here from the Gateway team. Just a little bit of housekeeping before we start. I just want to say thank you so much to all the fans of the show who've been with us since the start and welcome to anyone who is newly joining us. We appreciate so much of the love and support that we've received from all of you over the last few seasons. And we'd especially like to thank our patrons who have been kind enough to help us with the podcast. And if you'd like to become a patron of our show, you can head over to www patreon.com forward slash gateway to anime. Every little bit helps and it means the absolute world to us. So thank you to all of you who have done and thank you to all of you for listening to the show. If you'd like to get any news of the podcast, you can head over to www.gatewaytoanime.com. And if you want to find us on any social media platform, you can just search gateway to anime and you will find us. Thanks so much. Enjoy the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to Gateway to Anime. How are you all? What's going on? Charlie, what's up? Hello. Uh, not much. Good to be back. Uh, you know, a new season of anime, which yes. is uh, exciting. There's some pretty good ones. There are some big some ones. Some return of the favourites. Some some fucking weird shit. <laughs> some weird <laughs> shit. Uh, and, yeah, so I'm excited to talk about that today. Indeed. The winter season. Graham, how are you, mate? Good, man. Anime is back. It is. New Year, new anime. Away, but it's <laughs> yeah. back. <laughs> and we are going to talk about the winter 2022 season. And it is an interesting season. Now, any of you who've listened to this podcast before, you may want to uh, cast your minds back to when I proclaimed something the undisputed king. And that show is now airing again, season four, part two. And it's the undisputed king. It's just so fucking good. Now, of this season, of or? this, oh, it's, it's, it's the one. It's a well, I there are two kings there are, there vying is, for supremacy right now. There are two kings, but yet to be undisputed. Yet to be undisputed. But I mean, Attack on Titan is obviously absolutely outstanding. At the time of this podcast recording, there have been four episodes of AOT, and it is just gone crazy. The Things are going nuts. The fourth episode is, is Ab- the, Two Brothers, absolutely insane. It's probably one of the best episodes of anime or television I've seen. Yeah. I started screaming at the TV. Yeah. It was, it was, it caught me off guard. I really love to hate things that are popular. So I was like, as, but then I never do. I always love everything mainstream. So I don't know why I even try. I'm always like, Ugh. anyway, that watched it. I was just like, hype, hype. Ooh. Yes. Like, ah, like, kind of like, I was yeah. getting these like hysterical, like increasingly hysterical texts from Charlie just being like, oh my God. And then this, oh, just, and then this. And I was like, Attack on Titans back. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it does really- look, I think it's Giggle's. Video, we've mentioned him before, the big anime YouTuber, his wrap-up of 2021, top 15 animes of the year, came out. And again, he described it well where it's interesting to be a part of something this big. You know what I mean? Like it's pretty rare in anime in particular for something to be this far-reaching and mainstream, you know? Like the last one was Game of Thrones, really, you know? And it's like it's a big thing to be a part of. It's At the moment, it's absolutely fantastic. There's not much more I can really say apart from the fact that it's pretty much the Undisputed King. I'm loving it right now. We'll have a lot more to talk and about when it ends, but my God, is it good right Studio now. Studio Mappa are doing this season again. They, they, they do are. The first half. And There's, I have to say, like, I just miss Wits animation. I really do. Yeah, yeah Wits it's fair. It. It's fair. Look, I think Mappa have really stepped up. Oh, it's great, but. They're better. They've, they've learned from their sort of janky CGI mistakes of season four, part one. 
And it looks far, far better. Titans are better. Titans are way better. The Titans look amazing, but I think that just the character design, I know it's typed, but some of them just look goofy. Yeah, Yeah, Mikasa looks weird. It's the big eyes. Yeah, it's strange. And everyone else is grounded, like sepia tones, and it's just big anime eyes in the world of- Mm. Yeah. I think they're doing a really good job. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And like the direction, like some of the, in that Two Brothers episode, some of the directorial and cinematography choices were just like- And so well um, performed as well. Like voice actors are really fucking good. Oh, Aaron's voice actor is- just Yuki Kaiji. Dude, Gabby's voice actor is amazing. Yeah, that, it's. I like, think she's so good. I, yeah, I um, good. just why does Pixis look like she's <laughs> from Mega Mind? Like, <laughs> I can't. It's like a deadly serious moment. I just start like, like, like I just that's like, the I failing. Like they can't, they can't draw anyone who has any edge to them. Like he has like mm. four lines as wrinkles, and he's an old man. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's an ageless kind of place. Yeah, it's a strange choice, but look. Attack on Titan, if you're not watching it, are you an anime fan? I miss the ODM gear with sequences. Uh, I saw a a clip of that and I was just like, man, like. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, and I just went, fuck, like the Levi chase scene where they did that. And it just, someone did say, it just makes you feel like you're flying. Like the way that the camera, the way they directed those scenes, particularly Studio Wit, like, that's cool. Yeah, out of control. Yeah, but Mapper is still great. I'm not here to shit on a fucking studio no. that are overworked. My yeah. bad. Who, <laughs> who, who also Mapper like hardly miss ever. So. Yeah, no, they're doing a great job. It's just, yes. a Kaizen film coming out soon. We're In just planning our movie um, visit. We are March 17th. The we'll Jujutsu Kaizen film from inside the studio <laughs> <laughs> until we get kicked out. Until we get arrested and sued. Yeah. Uh, no, we'll, we will all be going February. 23rd, the tickets get released if you're in Australia. I believe in the US it's March 16th. So all coming out very similar times. You don't have to have watched the show either. It's a prequel. It's a prequel. So Doesn't if you're interested in dipping it. your toe in, it's a good one to watch. Yeah. Unlike and Demon Slayer where it, like you can still watch it and come in a bit blind and enjoy it, but it, yeah. that Mugen train, you kind of needed to know the vague it certainly plot. helped. I mean, I took my girlfriend to it. She had no idea what was going on, but she loved it. You know, just such a spectacle. But, yeah, good news about this Jujutsu Kaisen film, which is now second to... Mugen Train, as far as animated films go in Japan. It's right, smashed box office records. Like it's, it's you know, I mean, outside of Mugen Train, which is not going to get caught. But, you know, it's absolutely outstanding. And from all accounts, we're all going to go watch it. I want to see some Gojo on my big screen. Oh, I need some Gojo on the big screen. Is it going to be young, younger Gojo? Slightly. Slightly. Like a Slightly. year or two. I yeah, think it's right. like pretty close. Because that mm. student is still at... In the narrative, we have that student's the third year. So it was a yeah, third, right, like it's two okay. years earlier. So, yeah. yes, well, Graham... Why don't we now talk about what we just mentioned, the movie from which this show derives, but of course the other one which has claim to being an undisputed king. Graham, talk us through this current season of Demon Slayer. In my darkest moments, like I've been through COVID, <laughs> the world has been bleak, yes. but every time I think of that th- that opening theme, the da 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 Themes are such a hard thing to do, especially yeah. Demon Slayer's first season one was an absolute banger. Oh, yeah. Oh, Karenge, so but at least how do you top that? Outstanding. And it's just to make, you know, flood you with happy endorphins yeah. and like bright lights. And I was like, oh, it's got me. Yeah. It's got me. I'm in. Uh, the season itself. Yeah, I'm loving it. Oh, man. I loved how we spent some time 
at the beginning, we went to see Rengoku's father and stuff and seen how he's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. He never did what he wanted to do with his life. I loved all that stuff. I think people thought it was a bit boring. I like how we're sort of building Tengu up. Oh, Tengu Nizui. Just, what a character. Like, not a lot about him. We don't have this full backstory and stuff. We get little snippets and stuff. He's, you know, a pretty flashy guy. We know that. Uh, yeah, I've been really enjoying it. I think the action's been phenomenal. Oh, I, I think that. that last episode. It's crazy. It's how good, good it that looks. Actually, like, I was watching it the other night and I was just like, um, why are Studio Ufotable so much better at UFO animating table. stuff than. Sorry? UFO, UFO table. table. Why is Studio UFO Table just <laughs> well, that a, much better than everybody on, else? I did a whole episode on um, UFO Table, <laughs> and I didn't was pronouncing it Ufotable. We both were. I've like, all been doing that for years. Took one quick Google search for my partner to realize that it was UFO Table, as in like you know unidentified flying object. Because apparently in the office they have a UFO shaped table. Is it maybe because they don't make every other anime in the world? Well, yeah, they're very selective, aren't they? they? But also, join. The uh, time. Thank you for joining uh, us at Gateway to Anime. We know a lot about anime, where we mispronounce one of the most famous studios for years on this show. It's anyway, Sweekerton. <laughs> uh, UFO table and Sweekerton. Don't tune into us for pronunciation. Do Every not. other reason, no join in with us. But pronunciation is not our strong point. We apologize for any offense it may cause. Uh, honestly, UFO table, you're right. They they're very selective with their projects. They take on as much as they can. And they know they can and they deliver. Honestly, watching this, I was like, why does every other animation house suck? Like, that's how good this level is. First season of Demon Slayer they did. uh, Everyone talks about episode 19 being the one that you build up to. And that's like where they spent all their money on that big fight sequence. This one is like that level Every single episode. All the time. And I think it's because, A, they probably have more money because of Mugen Train stuff. And also, True. B, they the this is the second half of the season. They just they rehashed Mugen Train. Mm. So I think that they could actually be like, here's the entertainment district arc. Let's just do like seven banger episodes. Yeah. And um, so it's actually been really good. It's kind of <laughs> so good. It's kind of one of those things where it's like, you know what? Less is more. Like if you can just have really high quality, yeah. shorter arc, then yeah, I mean, it's- it's really good. I like that he has three wives. I'm all about that. Oh, about the polygamy? I love it. Give me some shinobi polygamy. polygamy. Give me some hey, polygamy. Dude, I mean, Azui. They seem very happy. Yeah, yeah they're, they're all very stoked. And like, why wouldn't you be? <laughs> Tenga and Azui is hot as fuck, yeah, dude. Hot. And he's super cool. Yeah. Uh, this this arc has everything in it for me. Though. It's like, <laughs> I genuinely couldn't stop laughing at the first episode when they were like trying to disguise them as Oh, as the girls. Like, oh, God. So shit. And then the electric boy gets like so dedicated to just like becoming really good at being an escort. <laughs> like he's because he was last picked because he's not he looked That's ugly, right. so he's like getting amazing at that like uh, instrument. <laughs> like so far, and I, I really enjoyed that. For me, I think it's the uh, Inosuke pretending oh, to be so an earthworm. Yeah, he gives me the crack. It's like I'm an earthworm. <laughs> I was Inosuke like, this is stupid, but I love so it. Funny. He's so funny. Inosuke is hilarious. The muscle mice. Oh my it, god! It's like, oh, they gave me his like little servants, and I was like, oh, it's gonna be mice, and then they just ripped mice. Jacked mice, like, yeah. Why? Why? Because <laughs> they're Uzuri's right. mice. It's- I, I think that it's um the fight scenes, the demon they're versing for this has mm. the demons they're versing yeah. for this have got really cool design and really cool powers. Yeah. Like the Obi yeah. stuff is Yutaro, Yutaro. Yeah, she's so good. The voice acting of both of the the brother actors. was scary. Like when he appeared, Amazing I was like, acting. "Oh, this guy is actually genuinely scary." Great like, voice acting. Yeah, just that little great. one slip because you see how powerful he is. as a Harashi. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then when he appears, Hashiro, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, fuck you up." Oh, that's a genuinely scary guy right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's- and the voice actor is playing the main female antagonist. Oh, she's great. Um, she, her tantrums are so good. Great voice acting. Really good. It's, look, it's, it's great. And again, Demon Slayer cops a lot of shit. And also, I need, you need to understand people like just how big Demon Slayer is in Japan. Okay. Like, it's a little bit like Naruto v. One Piece in that Naruto broke in the West. 
And so therefore, like for all of us, we're like, oh, what do you mean? Naruto's the show, right? Not in Japan. No. One Piece. It's not even close, right? Now, don't get me wrong. Naruto's big in Japan, obviously. AOT's big in Japan, but way bigger in the West. Demon Slayer's big in the West, way bigger in Japan. It is, you cannot, like from what I've read and sort of, and seen posted and whatever, you cannot walk down the street in Tokyo without some sort of Demon Slayer advertising or merchandising in your face. Like it is it's like when a um, huge when a huge, Star huge, Wars huge. film comes out in the West. Yeah. You go, I need to buy some oranges in this Star Wars orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? But. I just saw a Star Wars church ad walking to this podcast and it was like, may the truth be oh, with you. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. yes. And it's like a Yoda quote. It's like, to believe in God, you will. I was like, what the fuck? Three, three or four weeks ago, <laughs> they literally had man? the church will strike back. And I was like, <laughs> the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I was like, so honest. Like, I was doing Jesus. And then yeah, someone told weird. me they've done a bunch of like, they're trying <laughs> to appeal to the kids. And I was like, Oh my god! Hell. I was like, "Shit, the church is coming!" Striking <laughs> back. Anyway, Demon Slayer it gets a bad rap from a lot of people. A lot of people think it's basic and it's it's carried by its production. But I mean, to me, like is, it's, it is a little fun. bit basic. But like, it doesn't matter for me because it just ticks every shonen box that oh. you wanted to tick. And when it looks that good, oh, the animation. I don't care. It's so good. It's my it's my little moment where I sit to myself. I'm like, this is. Fucking a visual feast. It's also you know? difficult. They don't cut corners. Like I was thinking, my partner is an animator, and he mm. was um, watching it, and he was saying even um, his coat, the famous coat that he wears, which is the checkers, yes. it would make that like your life so much more difficult to have to animate that whilst in motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything like anything that they do, including um, the main villain in this one, her power comes through like a traditional um, kimono mm. obi, and it comes out with the patterns yeah, and everything. Yeah. Like the way that they would have it's to insane. animate that would just be, yeah, it's such hard work and they're just like, do not cut any corners. I hope they're okay. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's genuinely like it's – and also, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll be the first to admit that it is like Demon Slayer is basic. It's paid by shonen, the numbers, yeah. But fuck, I love, like, I love that, so yeah. why? I don't care. I don't care and I'm like, yeah. it looks amazing. It, like, it looks incredible. Yeah, I have dude. a great time. I feel happier when I watch it. I'm here for it. There's some dumb shit. Like, does Nezuka's boobs have to get bigger when she gets bigger? Of course not. No, but I was that's weird. But it happens. <laughs> I was, I was like, like, oh, she's okay. going super sane, but it's just her breasts. Yeah, <laughs> that, was a, that was a moment. Um, yeah. And I was like, how old is she again? Uh, 14? Too young. But she's 15? stuck in a 12-year-old's body. So I was like, is this when she gets bigger? Do I don't know. She grows and shrinks. Doesn't she? Yeah. She fits in the box. So, but yeah, that's, yeah. That's just, look, you know, that's pure. there are some look, I weird mean, bits. We're but, not, but the fight scenes, the hype of it all, the way it looks, the entertainment God, district so arc good. is been, has not disappointed everyone. No, it's pretty been stoked with it. Yeah. yeah. We've got two, the two big heavy hitters right now airing simultaneously. Charlotte, why don't you tell us about one that's very, very popular, but not anywhere near the level of the Undisputed Kings? Well, yeah. I mean, it's Undisputed King of like, Kind of weird, <laughs> sort of porny. Like what? Like I don't know. Like of like like slice of life. It, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I got a weird porny one as well. Oh, so. you weird? No, actually, no, actually, you have the understanding. There's King never one. not some weird porny ones. Yes. <laughs> like, every so, season's got them. So the show I'm going to talk about, um, one of them, I went tuple today, but one that I started watching because it's actually very highly rated. People love it, mm. and I didn't know what it was about at all. So I clicked on it and went, "Oh, okay, cool." And it's called uh, My Dress Up Darling. And basically the show is about a socially awkward kid who's in, I think, his first year of high school. So he's probably like 16, 17, I think. He is really socially awkward and he grew up in a doll-making house. So they make these little traditional Japanese dolls, basically. And they're like very small and very, like it's a whole art form and his grandfather runs this store in town. 
and he loves these dolls. This guy, he's 17 years old and a boy, and he kind of hides that. He makes the dolls' clothes, like he sews them, and he's like his full love is just making dolls' clothes. Mm. But when he was in middle school, he was talking about it to a girl. His childhood friend yelled at him. He was like a freak, and boys couldn't like dolls. Dolls right. and dolls' okay. clothes and make clothes. So he's been he keeps it a secret because he's like and doesn't talk to anyone. Just goes straight home and makes, does and makes, makes clothes. Dolls. Yep. Uh-huh. Anyway, so flash forward, the most beautiful girl in his class is very confident, and she basically walks in on him sewing in a like he finds a sewing machine in the school and he is sewing there one day and he's like, oh, no one's going to come in here anyway because no one does home like it's like an abandoned thing. But she walks in and sees him sewing and he's like, my life's over. The most popular girl in school just saw me sewing. Like, anyway, she suddenly like, oh, my God, you can sew. And she, it turns out, is like really, really into cosplay and really into, in particular, she's like full on hectic otaku so she wants to cosplay and I did laugh out loud it was actually the way they set it up was really good you know she's just like cosplaying and, and she's like showing me the picture and he's like oh I think he's never made clothes for a real person before but he's like oh, I could do it like you know and they strike up this friendship I just couldn't stop laughing though because at the end of the episode the reveal is she's like yeah this character's from and she says this like fucked up like porny name and it's like from an adult video game and she's like a full like perverted like okay. otaku and the character's from this like hectic sex video game and he's like what and so it's like it's fully <laughs> and then she's just like yeah i'm just like i'm into it i love like a visual these, novel even yeah eroji games they're called mm. they're like porn visual novels and um she's but she's like full otaku she has like anime rambilia and her whole thing is that she's pretty open about who she is and she would just be like this is what i like okay and um there's a, a bit in the episode where this like hot guy tries to hit on her by insulting like a little anime plush toy on her bag and she just like loses it at him and she's just like good fuck kind of thing and she's just like why would people want to make fun of something that I get so much joy out of? Like, I don't want to be a part of that. And yeah. she, and That's so the fair. whole message yeah. of this anime is basically, she says to him, it's like the line that sums it up. She's just like, nobody should ever make you feel bad about what, what you enjoy doing. Like, and that's the thing. So it's about these two people who are completely like, she, they're, you know, smashing the gender norms in terms of hobbies. So mm. he likes sewing dolls clothes and then sewing clothes. Like he makes costumes in the end. So mm. he becomes like her costumer okay. for her cosplay career. That's how it happens. Okay. But um, it is, one thing about it is a comedy. It's a rom-com and these characters are really likable. He's a really nice guy and he's really sweet and he's just like doesn't really know how to handle her because she's so confident and she's like the opposite of those anime girls who walk in and be like, ooh, I've tripped over. Like, ooh. Mm, like she's, yeah, yeah. she's like super kind of sex positive in a way. It's kind of weird because they are in high school. You have to remember this. Like I've been watching Sex Education on Netflix. Yeah. Great show. It is great show. And I was like, I feel like it's probably the same level of like, if you're going to consider that problematic because they, they feature teens having sex. A this lot. is kind of the same. Where, where like the fan service sort of stuff is actually, the reason it didn't throw me out entirely is because A, she's wanting to dress it that way and present that way, like that's her passion. B, it's all his point of view. So like anytime uh-huh. he looks at it, he's like seeing that and he get he's really confronted with the fact that he finds her attractive. So he would like look at her and then like, and linger and be like, oh, my God, kind of thing, and then it will yeah, go back. Yeah, okay. It's not just like a shot of her panties for no reason. It's because yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's looking at her, then he feels like a bit like fucking yeah. weird. There's like it's a, the second episode a does feature. level of just. No, like it's actually naked. there's mm. a thing where like she comes over and she's like, you need to get my measurements. And he's like, you need to be in your underwear, so I can't do it. And she's like, oh, I'm wearing a bathing suit. Don't worry. And like takes off and like he is freaking out. It's actually quite a funny scene where she doesn't care and he is like, oh, my God. But it's like really, it's a lot. Like if you're not into the idea of looking at like an animated you know, boobs and like it is drawn to be like etchy. It's I mm. think um the actual manga itself, which is extremely popular, I read has been like uh, it's like wrapped in plastic, like it is an uh, adult okay, manga. Yeah, right. but um I just don't think for some reason it didn't bother me as much as I thought it was going to 
because I think the, it's got like a really mm. good message and there was something about it that I didn't feel like, like I felt like she had all the power in it and she's a really interesting character and, yeah, it's a good message and it was funny and a bit stupid and like so far it hasn't really, like it's just about letting your freak flag fly and being <laughs> a bit weird and being okay with that okay. and like being know. accepted. And it's it really did, popular. Uh, animated by Cloverworks who mm. um, have done a lot of stuff, a lot of like slice of lifey kind of things as well and mm. it looks beautiful like the way that the character designs are great and they are drawn very well and it's like got a really good opening theme as well. I was impressed by the production of it. It's not going to be for everyone. Like big trigger warning if you're just not into seeing, you know, anime girl boobs, but like which is fair. But I just didn't. For some reason, it didn't upset me as much as other fan service has because it kind of served the plot a bit. Yeah, that like, sounds interesting, yeah. He's a teenager and it's his point of view and he's kind of like, ah, like he, like, he acknowledges it. It's, it's when it's it's mostly problematic when it just comes out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when it's just like, ah, what the fuck was that? Like why? Firefalls. Whereas, yeah, Firefalls, perfect example, right? Like just like no need for this, hasn't added to the story, it's not funny, waste of time. Yeah. Just, just weird. Yeah, this is like a lewd sex comedy, though. It's sort of like yeah. American Pie esque. Well, yeah, what sounds like not unlike Sex Education, you know, in a sense that, that could probably be a storyline in Sex Education. You know what I mean? Like it's. It would be. That's the thing. I was know, watching like, it, being like, yeah. yeah, and I didn't think at any point that you know, I mean, but yes, they are in high school. Just thing. A part of me was like, God, I would love it if they were just older. They're in college. That'd be great. I would be. But mm. then I'm like. That's it's kind out. of fine because they're, I don't know, there's not anything explicit, explicit. But she just like is is a, a full-on degenerate otaku and it's right. like, that's played for comedy as well because she just doesn't really care. She's like, yeah, great. And then he plays the game that she, that she and he like, it's just, oh, yeah, actually this scene did make me laugh. Um, his grandfather who he lives with, he mm. is like looking and he like comes home and he's playing this like porn game and his grandfather's like, I guess he's at that age. And then he's like, why is he? Being so serious, so it's like, it's like, why is he taking notes? He's like, I'm just like, oh, he's there, like taking notes, like, like he's just like trying to trying to figure. He's like, oh, that's what it looks like from the back, like trying to see the outfit so he can make it for her, like, and it's like that made me laugh. That's like, funny. That kind of thing. That's where, funny. Like, he's that is just funny. Not, that's in, it's, you know, it serves yeah. the plots. It's it's in character. That makes sense. And they're yeah. like, wow, teenagers are crazy these days, kind of thing. Crazy. But yeah, but I enjoyed her as a character because it was a really kind of a unique, and she's not like a. You know, any other anime girl on that scene, like he would have, acts, I, I could, I could write it out. She he'd like mm. accidentally touch her boob and she'd scream and hit him over the head with something. And like this one, it's like no, she's literally asking him to measure her, and she like knows the. Think of fuck. So yeah. she starts like trying to make fun of it and like right. and laughing through it and stuff. And like it's it, it, it's good. Yeah, I think there's something about it that was quite unique okay. for anime. Yes, yes. I'm gonna watch it actually. You watch I, I, it? But yeah, it's a it's a teen sex comedy kind of thing. Yeah. Without, I don't think with any actual. I looked up whether there's any like actual sex stuff. No, it's just like okay. the, the like adult stuff is just about the no culture that she's into. That right. Kind of thing. Hmm. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Like I said, it's, it's very highly rated. So it actually sounds kind of interesting. Now I'm gonna uh, first of all, everyone, I have an apology to make because okay. the last time when we did the fall season, there was a show, which I hadn't seen at the time that we recorded our episode. And I literally watched it the night after we finished recording the episode. And that show is called Ranking of Kings. Yeah, it's, it's just like the fucking, how did you miss that? Where literally the whole thing is about an entire world where every kingdom has a king and they are ranked accordingly. I mean, come on, man. Is he how, the undisputed king? How did I miss this? Anyway. It's a black mark against the- uh, It's terrible. Anyway, I'm, I'm a, this, the second Kuru is now airing. And look, let me first of all, before I even get into what this show is, let me just say it's fucking awesome. Absolutely outstanding. So let me explain this whole thing to you. So originally a fantasy manga series by Sosuke Toka. It has been serialized online via Echo's user-submitted manga hack website since May 2017. 
and has been collected in 12 Tankamon volumes by Enterbrain. The anime is produced by my favorite studio, Wit Studios, who we mentioned before, who did the old Attack on Titans up until season four, and debuted in the fall 2021 season, and this is now currently its second core. So, what's this show about? Set in a medieval fantasy world where each kingdom has a king, and the kings and therefore kingdoms are ranked in order of strength, ability, intelligence, etc. So the king themselves are ranked by various metrics, by a sort of independent adjudication body. So basically, if your king is number one, then you are the most prosperous country, therefore. So like the king basically is the the reason you're prosperous or not. So the more powerful the king, the better your life's going to be in those kingdoms, right? So the story follows Bodji, son of the number seventh ranked king, Bossy. Now, unlike his literal giant of a father, he's an actual giant, who is the number one in strength, but you know his other ranks push him down to seven. Seven's still very high, by the way. How many kings? Oh, there's like 50-ish. Oh. Mm. So Bodji is tiny, he's deaf, he's mute, and incredibly naive, but also unbelievably wholesome. Those who know Bodji love and adore him due to his kind-hearted nature and tenaciousness. But to most of the kingdom, he's a joke to be ridiculed and pitied. So Bodji's half-brother, Dida, is everything Bodji is not. Handsome, charismatic, intelligent, strong, self-assured. Dida sees Bodji as a pitiful being who is little more than a nuisance who should just stop trying to bar- rise above his station. In his eyes, anyway. He, he thinks he's pathetic. Bodji has a chance encounter with Kagi. Kagi is a literal shadow, like a little shadow being, who is from the Shadow Clan, who are now all deceased because they were very famous clandestine assassins. But the kingdom which they were a part of realized that they were dangerous and th- there's a whole bunch of miscommunication. They thought they were going to try and overthrow the country. They were all killed. He's the final member. So he is now out making his own way, committing petty theft and running grifts. Now, somehow Kagi is able to understand Bodji despite him being mute. So Kagi finds Bodji intriguing and decides to follow him to see what this kid's all about. With King Bossy on the verge of death due to illness, Bodji and Dida are fighting to become king. With many competing factions of the court choosing sides, we embark on a journey full of magic, political intrigue, war, loss, and friendship amongst crippling adversity. That is Ranking of Kings. Sounds great. Mm. Honestly, and the thing about it is that it looks like a child's story. The animation style, and again, this is from the manga, the animation style, it's like a fairy tale. It looks very, when I first saw it, I was like, what is this? It looks like a kid's show. Every time I see the, the main character, I Bodgy, think yeah. Shin-chan Poppadop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shin-chan. 100%. But what this show does is it is masterful at subverting your expectation because it's like it's super cutesy and like fun and like, oh, this is all fun and like fairy tale land and then bam, hits you with something real and you're like, Whoa, that's mm. so brutal, man. Like, what the fuck? Studio Wit, again, just like flexing on, you know, out after, Ufotable are like the most aesthetically pleasing and like probably the best directors. But Wit, for me, are the most interesting studio because they always pick something new and different. Like, this is so different to The Great Pretender or to VV, Fluorite Eye Song or Attack on Titan. It's so basic, the animation, and it looks kind of like, it, it, it might turn you off. But I tell you, the reason it is so good is because when it hits you hard, you're like, whoa, that's not what I was expecting via this aesthetic. So, yeah, honestly, and Bodgy is the, it's almost impossible to write a character that every person's going to like. You love Bodgy. You love him. Oh, really? It's uh, impossible not to love Bodgy. He is so awesome. Is he <laughs> the, 
undisputed king. He might become the undisputed king. He's on his way. He's, he's on his way. That he's, he's got a long. <laughs> he's got a long way to go, old bodgy boy. But he is going, and like his relationship with Kagi is beautiful because they're both kind of lost souls and like find each other. And honestly, I cannot rank cannot rank this show high enough. It is so good. It's one of my absolute favorites, <laughs> and I cannot suggest it harder if I tried. So please. Go and watch Ranking of Kings or Usama Ranking is the Japanese name of it. And it's just great. Check it out. It's going to constantly subvert your expectation. It's- I haven't watched it purely for the animation style. Well, yeah, no, honestly. Because uh, that's what mm. I thought. I saw Shin-chan. I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miyazaki world. Yeah. It reminds me of like 70s fantasy cartoons. Yep, 100%. Like the, the sort of Harry Potter racicize artwork. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, everyone's been, yeah. So Honestly, it's amazing and it's got an edge to it that you wouldn't expect. It just keeps ticking boxes for me and keeps getting better and better. So, like, huge tick from me. Might become an undisputed king one day. Who knows? Cost us more mug money. Cost us more mug. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon so Sam can get more mugs. Like and this was given to us by a guest as well. I didn't even pay yeah, for this. The first taste is free. I said again. Anyway, ranking of kings. Check it out. Yeah, Big I'm tick have from to me. Watch that, no, it's so so good, so good. Graham, what do you got for us? You got something a little bit. Oh I got something interesting. A bit spicier. <laughs> so I was watching World End Harem. Mm. And the reason I was watching that is because. Oh, all right, here we go. Here we go. Right. Uh, no, what you need to understand. Uh, right, there's a thing. So one of my favorite comics that came out in the last twenty years is a book called Why the Last Man, okay. which is oh, yeah. about a fella who falls into a coma and he wakes up and every male in the world has died. He has survived, hence Why the Last Man. His name is Yorick. Why the last man? He has a fiance in Australia and it's about his journey to try and get to, I think she's in Australia. Yeah. Navigate this world where he is like you know, a precious commodity and there's people trying to kill him and such a great sweeping story. So then I was looking at synopsis, trying to figure out stuff to watch. And I was like, ah, cause so much demon slayer, almost AOT. And then I read the synopsis I was like, Oh, that's like why the last man, but anime, I was like, Oh, I'll give that a crack. No. <laughs> it's not. Mistake. <laughs> it's not. The story's very similar. So it's about a, a young doctor who has, I think there's, it's some version of scoliosis or, okay. or it's a disease that will kill him. So he gets frozen, woken up five years later, and the sort of same thing has happened. Like all the males in the world died. They don't know why. Is this but triggering because it, it's like a pandemic show? Uh, No. Because <laughs> I think right. immediately you're hit with giant anime titties and it uh, kind of takes the edge right off it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, They'll like, do oh, that. the world is falling apart, but look at these breasts. <laughs> You're like, I don't. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So he's basically awakened and it's it's immediate, well, that he has to get to work and he has to sort of, there's five, I think, males that survive for the same sort of process and it's their jobs to sort of repopulate the world. Okay. Or give it a crack. Yeah, this is a porno. Yeah. It um, usually is. <clears throat> it is. The main character doesn't want to obviously fulfill his duty because he's in love with a girl that he professes his love before he gets frozen. He's like, no. And she goes missing. So he's kind of wants to go find her as well. But before he goes to Australia. Oh no, that's, that's that's, why the last man. man. I got so confused for a minute. See, they're very similar. That's why I was like, (laughs) this could be good, but anime, (laughs) Um, but no. And it, it, what's different between obviously that is, there's not just women throwing themselves at York from Why the Last Man. It's like, there are obviously the people that want to harvest his seed. There's there's women that want to kill him because they think men sort of 
almost ruin everything. The world anyway, so men should die off anyway. Kind of fair. Like political powers want to hold. Like there's all this sort of thing for this anime though. It's just about anime titties. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like, like he has to. They're like you have to. You have to. You have, have to. to. Apparently, it's like the only yeah. way you can repopulate. Yeah. The world is through sexual I mean, intercourse. They, ha- they haven't figured out any other way of no. doing any artificial thing. No. So I, what, think I think they, they mention that, that. I think they say like, "Oh, they tried. It's impossible. They tried to like inseminate." <laughs> they blew all the it, labs up. It, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any gloves. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, There's one ingredient missing. You got to do it the old-fashioned uh, way. <laughs> so there was a lot of like, "Oh, they tried to inseminate, but it just didn't work." It, that's to be a penis involved. That's the only way to do it. Fucking but, so what they're telling me is that it's death by snoo snoo. Yeah, basically. it actually <laughs> is. And then there's that whole sort of anime harem, you know, thing where it's just not enough for him to just feel like, all right, I have to go procreate. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. But there's just women throwing themselves at him and just trying to rape him in the shower and Jesus rape him in Christ. bed and rape him when he's gone to the shops. Fucking hell. Like, yeah, bad vibes. Not good. It's rough. Yeah. How sure. many episodes you get through? Uh, two. 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 Right, that's fair good. effort, actually. Yeah. Mm. You gotta give it a fair whack. I'll just take it on yeah. face value. You know? like, because you the next really thing they like, <laughs> oh, we, we need to wake up the third man because each guy's had their own sort of like. So he doesn't want to do it because he's got um, a love. A, a love. Mm-hmm. There's one guy open it who's just into it. Just all about like, it. This is the best life, and he's high five in the other guy. And <laughs> this is that Brandon as they yeah. pass in the corner. He's like, "Isn't this the best?" And he's like, "Oh, I love this girl." And he's like, "Nah, I don't love anyone." <laughs> Lame. And then there's another guy who's thank God that guy. He's doing his civic duty. Get over yourself. Yeah, and there's like a shadowy council that you don't really know what they're doing. I, I think they might have killed off man and no one gives Blown a up all the labs of artificial yeah. <laughs> all, those, yeah, all those weird squeezy things. <laughs> don't exist in this world yeah. anymore. And then they're like, oh, we need to open, like wake up the third man. And that was on the last episode. I was like, well, I need to see who the third man is. <laughs> That's how they get you. How yeah. is the third man? He's, um, he's your dweeby <laughs> high school kid who's oh. bullied at school and stuff. And they're like- we that's, that's the author self-inserting yeah. themselves. And they're like, yep, and then this character is me. Yeah. Wasn't it's, there a big pushback because there was some censorship? Oh, I don't see any I'm pretty sure I read something oh, I think on Reddit. Crunchyroll is censored. If you yeah, want, if you want were to upset. see everything, Jesus Christ. go elsewhere. <laughs> Patrick Just go Stewart. read the manga. Just go straight but to the I've source material. already but seen everything. The third man, because- Obviously, they've got one guy who's obviously all about it. The other guy who's just, he's a loose cannon because he won't have sex with anyone. So they're like, we need to make sure this third guy does the thing, but he's a bit young. So what they do is they recreate a high school and they send him to that high school. Oh, God, no. <laughs> so, no. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That God. is the Come worst on, man. thing I've ever heard in my no. life. No. So he's got. <laughs> oh, my God. That, I mean, credit where credit's due. That was an inventive way Look, to get yeah, back to school. Honestly, yeah. like, he's shoehorned that in there pretty, I was like, so, pretty well. I'm impressed. He's I'm got impressed. a handler who's obviously, she's going to be the one that looks after him. and like. How oh, old is he? He's, uh, is he okay? He's not 15, okay. 15, maybe 16. Oh, he's not okay. Fuck, you know, he's not okay. Maybe older. No one is okay. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. So don't not, watch this one. So, yeah. so is this a suggestion? It's, it's, How many your, gateways are you given this one? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Sounds inventive. I Does it? could get one gateway for inventiveness, I suppose. I if you're into if you if you're into that type of thing, then you're gonna be into that type of thing. Yeah, sure. Like it's not what you know, we a lot of the reason we started this podcast was to steer people clear of this kind of I, anime content. Okay, world and harem. Don't watch that. Don't watch that. No. But there you go. It exists. It so exists. you know it exists. 
I can't. I mean, that was on the list of people. Like, I can't believe this is getting an anime. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's not technically. I can't hentai. believe it's, it's not like, hentai. Yeah. Yeah. There's oh, like that it interspecies oh, reviewer. What's what's the what's the line you cross that it becomes hentai? Though? Yeah. No, it the, all the things so that I don't like about anime. Look, there's a market I get, but I don't know, man. Not for me. Not for me. Not for us. It's not an undisputed king. So, well, it's the undisputed king of something. And I don't know if it's a good thing to be king of. And then having to get it on. Fuck, you know. All right. So there you go, guys. Graham's watched that, so you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for doing some Thank research. you for your, uh, performing your civic duty to, to all fair, of humankind. there's not humankind. a lot of good anime this season, apart from, obviously, Second Cause. Yeah, that's true. That one you mentioned sounds pretty good, and then the rest is kind of- It is a weak season, uh, outside Apparently, of the big heavy hitters at the top. There are some good stuff that you just have to kind of like, it's a bit more slice of life Yeah, yeah. Like, true. Well, Charlie, what do you got for us? What's next on your list so that you're watching this season? So I decided to watch something, just because I was on Funimation- and I just clicked on whatever was like simulcasting, and um, I haven't watched a good like boys love yaoi style manga uh, anime adaptation in a while. And I'm you know like this, I'm some of the best like fucking Euro and Ice is gorgeous. Like there's mm. so many good stories, and like this one looks really like the character design. One of the guys looked like Kyo from Fruits Basket, so I was like, sorry, I watched that. Straight in, looked really wholesome because mm. it was in high school. And this one is oh, called nothing. No, nah. <laughs> yeah, true. That's it's a fake. A fake this is a real school. <laughs> <laughs> That's a reveal in the third episode. Jesus. I mean, it is a boys' school, so. Um, so, <laughs> so Sasaki Tumiano is what it's called, and um, basically the right. premise is there is a kid who is uh, like he's probably about 15, 16, He's in high school. He is quite quiet, quite meek. He looks, this is a classic boys love trope, like looks very much like a girl in the face, like very pretty, very cute. Classic anime trope. Cute, very sweet, like um, he's, he's endearing, you know, he can't, he doesn't like the taste of sweet things. What? Yeah. What I was like, what the hell is you wrong with you? You do you, man. I was like, babe, what? Anyway, but um, basically he his secret is, and similarly to uh, the one I watched before actually, mm-hmm. is that he loves Boys love manga. Like he's a huge fan. Yaoi fan. Yaoi fan. Big Yaoi fan. So he will go to the store and he's like, and he's um, at this point, obviously it's going to change. He's like, I'm straight, but I really like reading Boys Love because he mm. likes the, likes the them being, and he just likes the storylines and he's like really into, into the otaku kind of nature of it. So he's, but he's doing it very secretly. He develops a relationship, like a friendship with an older student who looks like a delinquent who's actually got a heart of gold. Um, who How many tropes can they put in this thing? It starts like where basically it starts um, when this guy tries to break up a fight and then the older delinquent guy's like, no, I'll do it. You're going to get beaten up. And then he just develops this huge crush on him and he like starts visiting him at school. Like, they don't go to the same school. They visit him in the classroom and giving him like non-sweet cookies and it's very nice and they become friends. Oh, and then he's like- cookie? Yeah. Here's a bacon cookie. Yeah, like it's yeah, shapes. Like, it's fucking, like I mean, I would, someone, if some guy turned up at my door and gave you a box of barbecue oh, shapes, yeah, you be in? I'm just going to say, if you want to do that, I don't know who you are. Don't. Probably don't invite people to your house on this podcast. Guys, um, <laughs> if you have barbecue shapes, no, no, all right. Um, I'm a chicken man myself. I like the Chicken crimpy. Yeah. I agree. Why are they shaped Underrated, like fish? Man. Oh, they, no, they're not. They're, they're not. They're, they're, what type of fish are you talking like about? fish? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Or is that the leg, the chicken leg? No. They're, 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 they're oval shaped. They're it's oval the serrated shape. ovals. I think. What are chicken they're like? They're like fish. No. <laughs> that's what a, fish no. do you eat, man? Mostly <laughs> <laughs> like chicken. Jeez. Anyway, sorry. Basically, anyway. I got to talk about the storyline. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm actually butchering at this point. Australian but, um, problems. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, the older student is like, can you recommend me some manga to read? 
and then he's like, all right, big secret, but here's my manga collection. It's all bought BL stuff. Anyway, it's all very wholesome. The guy reads it. He really loves it. And he also just has like an absolutely like insane crush on it. He doesn't really know how to deal with it because he's, he's um, newly like in, interested in it. And he's just kind of like, oh, okay, no, but like right. it is a guy. It's kind of like, cool. But um, it's really wholesome. This one is like really nice. And there's like, it's funny because it's like a lot of BL yaoi stuff has Explain a lot of BL like, to the. Oh, Boys Love is like the name. Sorry, BL, GL, Boys Love, Girls Love. Mm. It's all uh, very much a genre that's hugely popular in anime and manga. Um. And it's often like there's a lot of really stereotypical things that go along with it, like a kind of like uh, it's always like a protective one or like there's not, like it's a – and a lot of it's largely problematic, like kind of rapey stuff, which isn't uh, good. But this one is – not good at all. This one is like kind of nice. Like it's a thing where they – everyone's pretty accepting of the fact that they might just be together and it, it's, it's actually – it's pretty wholesome, pretty nice, like pretty underplayed so far. I could see that it might go – because the main character is a big fan of BL, he does sometimes like project stuff that like he played played for comedy, like a, a normal situation. He'll, okay. like, he'll like project like a typical boy love scenario on it and be like, but actually what's happening is something pretty like, mundane. He's like, oh, that's not how life works. But um, they just have a really nice friendship and the character design's good. It just was really fucking boring. Okay. Like I <laughs> That's not what I was expecting. Yeah, <laughs> no, like it was wholesome and nice, but I also I'm just like, maybe Tedious. I'm not the target audience for this. Maybe right. I'm too old. Okay. Um, old? I'm pretty old. But also, like, it's set in high school. It's like a slow burn mm. romance kind of thing. It just didn't really have much to say other than past, like, and now, like, they're into each other. I'm like, that's great, guys. That's, like, it. I, just, I can't see myself continuing it because I'm just like. Yeah, right. Okay. The premise doesn't last that long, but it was, like, it, it seemed to be pretty nice and wholesome, very wholesome. Interesting. Maybe it's a bit too wholesome. Like, not, I'm not, I don't, hang on, I don't want, like, <laughs> not, enough, not enough manufactured schools. Yeah, right? I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. school seems too real. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah, I feel like maybe for me, this isn't like a repopulation strategy no, at all. I, <laughs> I like, a, I like um, you know, like slice of life, and I do love you know. I talk about Prince mm. Basket, Horima. I like watch a lot of stuff like that. I like Kaguya Summer. I like those kind mm. of things that do take place in high school. I'm fine with that. But this one is just like it's a bit too slice of life wholesome for me. Okay. I just need a little uh, bit drama, more little drama, bit, yeah. mm. you know? Spice. Yeah, and that's why. It's like Mia, right? Kind of got a bit boring for you as well, yeah? Yeah, I, I think mm. I'm not too good with, I think I have a really short attention span, so I'm kind of like. <laughs> that's true. Okay, what's next? Like, so I'm going <laughs> to die now? I'm like, oh, okay, where's the, like, crazy where's twist? Where's Truckoon when you need them? <laughs> <laughs> um, where's yeah. the Zooey? You need to jump in here and start slicing so I, heads. I wouldn't recommend watching this one unless you never really I mean, if you want something to watch, this is really chill. It's like not super problematic. It could be really good. It's going to be good for some kid who's going to watch it and he's going to oh, be like, oh, wait a minute. I feel like this as well. I'm yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, the worst yeah. thing it's in the a, world. And sounds like it's pretty cool. It's actually, a really yeah. nice thing. I just, I don't know if I'm the target audience, that's all. But I thought yeah, sure. cool. I, I preferred the other one I watched because it was more funny and ridiculous and mm. kind of insane. Like, I was like that on crack. The same feel, similar yeah. message, though, which is like, you're into yeah. what you're into. I didn't know where you were going with that. I assumed he was going to make some sort of skin suit like Buffalo Bill with his needlepoint thing. You've been watching too much harem. (laughs) Yeah, no. Ruined me. We never know what Charlotte watched. watched No, he makes cosplay. I'm like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> like, like a thriller no it's like a thriller like serial killer show mm. yeah that was the one I watched um, and I yeah I mean yeah okay you have Funimation and you're bored it's nice well it's nice. here's a show that's certainly not boring in fact it's one of these classic anime like only anime kind of uh, storylines let me jump into what is Sabakui Bisco or translates to Rust Eater Bisco so a light novel series written by Shinji Kobuko and illustrated by Kei Akagashi, with world-building art by Mocha. 
So ASC11 MediaWorks released eight volumes since March 2018 under the Dengeki Bunko label. Uh, manga adaptation with art by Yusuke Takashi was serialized online between April 2019 and March 2021 via Square Enix's online manga magazine, Manga Up. The second part of the manga with art by So Natsuki began serialization in the same magazine in December 2021. So it's very current and mostly, yeah, it's a light novel. So excuse all the horrible pronunciations I just did. There's some tough names. But the anime is being adapted by Oz, Studio Oz, who are brand new. In fact, this is their first ever anime. But some very big names are in the studio and on this project. The chief animation director was previously so on Fate Stay Night, Heaven's Feel 1, 3 at UFO UFO Table, and ReZero. So close, (laughs) it nearly got me again. Uh, ReZero, so, you know, that's a great pedigree. The scriptwriter was a scriptwriter on Cowboy Bebop, Perfect Blue, Durarara, and Kino's Journey. The director was at Fate Zero, Fast Day Night, Unlimited Blade Works, Devil is a Part-Timer. The assistant director worked on Code Geass, ReZero, Ergo Proxy, and the character designs were the same guy who did the designs for ID Invaded, one of my favorite anime originals of the last five years. So we've got a hell of a team here at Studio Oz. So yeah. Anyway, but what is this show about? A plague-like wind blows across the arid, sandy expanse of a post-apocalyptic Japan. As it sweeps over the living and the non-living alike, rust is all that remains in its wake. The cause of the catastrophic state of the world is believed to be mushroom spores. Bisco Akaboshi, known as the man-eating mushroom, is a wanted criminal archer whose arrows grow mushrooms of varying size wherever they land. However, in truth, he is a mushroom protector a person who spreads fungi in order to enrich the land and return it to its previous state. Alongside his giant crab, <laughs> Akatugawa, and a young doctor named Malo Nekoniyanagi, Bisco sets off through the wastelands of Japan searching for the legendary Sabakui, a panacean mushroom said to devour all forms of rust. Anime crazy, people. <laughs> like, it's wild. Did you say it's crab? His giant giant crab. crab. And I'm talking like two story. Mm. This is a giant ass crab. Oh, two stories. Huge See, crab. Now you've got my attention. A massive crab. He rides this crab across the desert. Maybe my attention span will survive that. It's no, it's, crab. it's actually kind of cool. It looks really good. The animation's really good. It's really, really good. But also it's got a high pedigree in the in the light novel field. So in 2019, the light novel ranked first in the overall ranking and in the new in the new work ranking in the Bunky Bong category becoming the first series to achieve this feat. So it was across two, they have a very weird ranking system amongst the light novels, but it, it topped two different lists, which hadn't been done before. Yeah, right. And as of October, 2021, the series has over 300,000 copies in circulation. So it's quite a big light novel. Again, what's a light novel, people? It is just a short novel aimed at young adults. So this is actually really quite fun. It's crazy. Like, you know, they've got war hippos, He's like, oh, God, they released the war hippos and these giant hippos are coming with, like, machine guns mounted yes. on them. To be fair, I'd be the exact like, same. The, the, <laughs> the like, them. police force ride, like, kind of iguana-type mm. guy. Like, it's it's fucking crazy. Mushrooms everywhere. Mushrooms everywhere. Non-stop. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's fucking crazy. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's uh, there's been three episodes so far and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's kind of cool. It's like, I don't know how it's going to land, but, I mean, the light novel is very popular, so that's promising. But it's crazy. It's certainly off the wall. It's wild. It's only anime can do this. And I think there's always one of those I like to watch a season. You know, it was tucked up Destiny last time. The crazy yeah. you know, noise hating. That wasn't very hating. good, was it, though? I actually, was, actually ended up being pretty decent. 
Oh, okay. No, I'll give it a 6.5. All right. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, really solid, you know, like, okay. you know, it, it fell away in the middle of it and came back around. But this, I'm putting in the same kind of category. You know, I'm not expecting grand things, but I, I, if I can get a 6.57 out of it, I'm going to be pretty happy because it's just like me too going, what wild shenanigans and war hippos are going to be coming at me today? Yeah. Yes. You know? So honestly, if you're into a little bit of off the wall kind of wild shit, get into Sabakui Bisco. It's a lot of fun. Watch the first episode. And yeah, what do you think? Didn't like the main character. Oh, the doctor. Yeah, the doctor Milo. annoyed me. Panda. I would have took. A, I would have took another pass at that with my my drawing. Skills. Yeah, not not the best design, is he? Yeah. Same Just voice that as Tandra. Effeminate looking. Yeah, I mean the voice acting is great. Mm. Super effeminate character with blue anime hair and. He's a bit boring character. This guy's cool. Yeah, this guy's really cool. Uh, yeah, he looks like a mix between like sort of. Uh, What's the guy in My Hero Academia oh, who really hardens, hardens with the red hair? Kirishima. Yes, thank you, Kirishima. Looks a lot like him, yeah. but like a little bit softer feature-wise. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, really really cool. It's I think it it's great. fun. I think it's, it's fun. Check it out. Good. Yep. Yeah. So look, like we said, it's kind of a weak season outside of the big hitters at the top. But yeah, this one's definitely up there for me as a new as a new work. Otherwise, it's all about sequels. It's all about the sequels. Uh, what have you got? Do you anything else, Charlie? You got something else? I watched something accidentally, and then I regretted it with all my heart. <laughs> um, just because I like, I didn't know. I wanted to watch the doll one, um, the one that I talked about first. My dress up, darling. Yeah, my dress up, darling. And um, I just like clicked on something on Funimation, and it accidentally took me to something called a Kibi's sailor uniform. And since it was about sewing, I just thought that it was the same thing. And I got halfway through the episode, and I was like, Wait "Why is this minute. popular?" <laughs> like, I, and this is this stuff is like from it's like pure slice of life. You're okay. dealing with like a middle school girl who wants to go to her dream school so she can wear a sailor uniform. Like the traditional like the classic, sailor. The classic young dream <laughs> yeah, but I was we like, all have. It's like it's been her dream. And like I'm like, wow, she's about to achieve her goal. It's uh, <laughs> well, all downhill from there. Like, like, she gets to her mum like it isn't super, like makes her the sailor outfit and then she gets there and no one's wearing it. They're all wearing blazers. <laughs> And it's like a prestigious school and she's like quite poor oh going to it. Um, but she, look, this show made me feel weird because it just like, it was super slice of life here. I was like, why am I watching this? There's a lot of close-ups of anime girls' feet mm. and oh, she's right. like a child. Like she's like feet, a kid. Eh? Uh, and I don't know if I'm the problem here and I'm adding a weird layer onto it mm. or Sounds pretty weird. whether or not. But I'm just in, I've been burnt so many times. Yeah. And I just wondered whether it just kind of like got hard to ignore after like the – third shot of like someone doing a pet like it's just kind of weird but i think it's about her going through trial and trial. i think it's about like the class divide i think it's actually probably gonna get oh, okay. it's, it's actually quite well right it's the same yeah. studio that did, did um it's cloverworks it's cloverworks yeah so i think it's, been, that, um, it's quite well regarded people yeah. don't mind it but i just i felt weird watching it and i, I once again was like i don't i don't really care mm. i need something i need a better hook than a little girl wants to wear a school uniform it's not a great hook yeah, <laughs> I've got war crabs and war hippos <laughs> yeah. and fucking yeah, like, like, rideable just, iguanas and shit, bro. Think, like that's a hook. I think like I've got you know, weird I, frozen dudes that won't have sex. Yeah, I think I partied too hard and I've lost any kind of like level of subtlety in <laughs> watching yeah. anything. I'm kind yeah. of like I need to be like hit over the head with it. Mm-hmm. So this was just like very cutesy, very like you know, cute girl doing cute, cute thing. thing. And um, yeah, I yeah, just yeah. people fucking love it, but I just yeah. don't like it. It's not my not my genre. I like yeah, I just. Give me, I like drama, but I don't like slice of life. I think that's what I've realized recently. Yeah, yeah it's the very specific slice of life. I and mean, we did we, we did the episode last season, and like, yeah, it's it's a hard genre to nail because it is kind of deliberately boring. You know, like that's the whole point it's of it. Of life, yeah. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And like, yeah, I've only found a couple that I've ever been able to really get into. And yeah, I agree. It's like 
conflict is drama. Drama is conflict. And we need that when you watch something or else like, well, I don't know. It has its place, as we've mentioned. It's a huge genre, not just in Japan. I mean, huge in Japan, huge in the West. There's a whole thing. And some of it's really great. But yeah, you're right. Sometimes I'm like, nah, nah, not for me. Not for me. Yeah. And I just like, when it's when it's anime and I felt I feel uncomfortable, it probably is because it is. A bit yeah. Anime. You know what I mean? Like, I was yeah, like, I'm yeah. usually, like, when there's smoke, there's probably fire. Like, I, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to keep watching this in case it gets real fucking weird. And I'm like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, um, yeah no, for sure. Yeah, then I watched that one that is like blatantly a sex comedy and I was like, whatever. <laughs> but at least it wasn't like, I don't know. There was just this different style, like very different. And Yeah, um, okay. Yeah. So you, you'll keep watching My Dress Up Darling, but you won't watch this. Yeah, this one. Yeah, I mean, My Dress okay. Up Darling was at least kind of funny. Mm. And it had a good message. This message, I didn't, I'm not, I didn't quite get far enough this to hear the message. Unif- School sailor uniform. uniforms. Sailor. Literally the show is called Her Sailor Uniform. Like. I was like, is this it? Has she achieved her dream in the first episode when she wore it though and then we're done? It's like the end of the season. What happens next? Yeah, like, baby. She joins the Navy. She's, she's <laughs> a tyrant. Twist. Like, I wish all of my goals were that kaiju in the, the yeah. Yeah. kaiju show. <laughs> a mecha show. That'd be sick. That would be dope. Yeah. Speaking of subverting expectation. Anyway. That's the only one that I really um, accidentally watched again, but there's a couple I've I've read about since I'll have a go at and I'll yeah. you know, I'll probably update you next week if I've like find anything that's genius mm-hmm. like you know like you do with ranking of kings. Yeah. Yeah that was devastating to to miss miss that opportunity to bring it to y'all but I'm I'm, I'm better late than never, right? <laughs> anyway, guys thank you so much. Always a fun time and we are into the winter season. By the time this podcast comes out it'll be around about the halfway point of the winter season. So if you are still scratching around figuring out what to watch, check check these shows out if they sound interesting to you. We really appreciate your time. It's a, a brand new year and a brand new season, and we hope you all really enjoy it. But before we go, I need to thank some of our patrons who are very special to us, and we appreciate everything you do. So we want to thank Christian. We'd like to thank Stuart. We'd like to thank Alex. We'd like to thank Curtis, Samantha, Caroline, Ian. Thank you guys so much. It, it means so much to us. We love what you're doing. If you want it, Hit the Patreon up. You can find us on Patreon. Just type in Gateway to Anime. Guys, thanks so much. See you all next time.